everyone. Uh, welcome to this session. Uh, in this session, we'll be talking about latest development on insider dealing. Um, I'm Helen Falk. I'm a consultant in um, financial markets, um, and I work with a lot of hedge funds and regularly with uh, litigation on fielding insider dealing queries. And today we have Tom, uh, Tom Five, who has some uh, litigation practice in Asia. And uh, today he's going to talk about the latest success which the SFC has. So what has the SFC achieved lately? Um, thank you, Helen. Um, I think um, there was a case that came out at around about the beginning or first half of um, February, and I, I'm what I'm referring to is the Tele-I case, uh, an insider dealing case. Um, uh, and it's, it's uh, I would say it's, it's, their, it's their latest success in obtaining compensation orders against uh, those uh, who commit market misconduct. This is the SFC I'm talking about. Um, uh, and uh, it's it's um, it's it's a it's a it's, it's nothing new about the use of Section 213. Uh, per se, I mean that's, it, this has been around for about ten years, and what that is is essentially it's a proxy class action that the SFC can bring in order to obtain first a finding of market misconduct, um, and secondly a compensation order. Um, now, ten years ago, this, these this uh, well, more than ten years ago, this this was a more cumbersome process. But after the case of Tiger Asia, um, it's become a much more streamlined. Uh, or at least that was the idea, it would become a more streamlined approach to getting findings of misconduct and compensation orders, which could then be uh, theoretically enforced uh, beyond the borders of Hong Kong. And that was part of the rationale for the SFC's uh, pursuit of this new jurisdiction. Um, so there's nothing new about that per se. I see. Um, so what have the SFC and the courts done with insider dealing cases like recently? Well, the reason why this one um, caught my eye is is uh, not so much as what they've done differently, is that what they haven't done differently. Um, it's um, the compensation um, regime basically works as a statutory tort. And what the courts have said repeatedly is the uh, the way that they are going to approach compensation is to put the victims to the extent you can identify them and that's an issue which i'll come back to uh, put the victims back into the position they would have been in uh, had this evil not happened to this this, mis this misconduct that works in in the um, disclosure of false and misleading information cases so classically the ipos where uh, the uh, prospectus has been found to have been false and the company isn't anything that it purported to be. Investors have been cheated. The SSC can come in if they can freeze the money quickly enough. They can get the money handed back and the, the shares have just thrown in the bin and everybody uh, is goes home happy. What they've been trying to do all these years is also try and fit that same principle, that same method um, uh, methodology into um, the insider dealing cases, and I just don't think it works. I see. So, why don't why do you think it doesn't work? 
um, is it the way we, they calculate the compensation? Well, they've, they've, as I said in a minute ago, they, they've tried to apply the same sort of theory from these uh, misleading uh, disclosure of false and misleading information cases, which are essentially misrepresentation cases. And, that's, and have tried to say, well, at these cases, the SFC dealing with, with insider dealing is a similar form of misrepresentation. Um, and what they are saying is that the 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 insiders um, are or should be ordered to pay back every all the profit, every penny of the profit that they have made from their, their insider dealing to the counterparties they traded with. So in this case, there was um, the classic insider dealing case. You couldn't get a more paradigm example. You have two, three, um, three in fact insider dealers who had inside information about. Uh, a forthcoming takeover. They bought shares in the market from 63 other traders in the market. Uh, the takeover was announced, they sold the shares, made a big profit. Very straightforward case. What the SFC has said is, well, in fact, the courts have said off, off, the, off the application of the SFC, is that the way we're going to compensate with all is, is these victims. Well, no, first of all, they will say there are 63 victims of this, and the way we're going to compensate them is we're going to take the profits from the insiders and we're going to give them to give those profits to the counterparties. Now that is based upon two fundamental um, propositions, which I have a, um, an issue with. The first of which is, it makes a rather grand assumption that everybody uh, would not have traded uh, had they been possessed of the inside information uh, that the insiders were possessed with. Um, and people may, may well have traded for all kinds of reasons. I mean, they may have had to have traded, they maybe they were, they were performing a hedge, who knows? Uh, but the idea that they all would have reacted in the same way is, is an assumption uh, that I don't think can be easily made. The more fundamental issue I have with it is that we're moving into slightly dangerous territory here because what they're saying is we are going to take the benefit of this inside information, which was held by these two insiders, fine, take it away from them, but we're going to give it to the 63 people who traded with them. So you're transferring the benefit of this this uh, illicit profits, remember, and they're transferring them to the 63 counterparties, not to anyone else in the market who may have traded also under the misapprehension that there was nothing else out there in terms of inside information, uh, but just to these people. Um, and as a as a you know a, a trader, if you'd be you'd be quite happy with this windfall if you're one of the 63. Um, so in in essence, we are you're. You're almost exacerbating the problem. You're uh, spreading the um, spreading the, um, the 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 benefit of this 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 crime. I almost say we almost saying actually, if it weren't for the fact that this was litigation based, this would almost be um, um, uh, transferring uh, the um, uh, uh, profits of crime, proceeds of crime. Wow, twelve point nine million is a lot of money. So, if you were the judge or or, or the SFC, how do you think it should be calculated instead? Well, I wouldn't calculate the way they're doing it now, which is basically, as I've said, you you basically work out what you, you these people had sold it for, which is very straightforward. Of course, you know what they sold it for. So let's say it was a hundred dollars. They sold to the insiders for a hundred dollars these shares. Uh, and then what happens is they say, well, the the uh, they were sold later for. 180 shares by the by the um, insiders, so they made a profit of 80, which they shouldn't have made. And what we're going to do is we're going to give that 80 to each one to that 80, aggregated all of it, and give it back, give it to the people who sold for 100. 
So if you're selling for 100 and you were happy to sell for 100 and you quite innocently and ignorantly did so, blissfully ignorant of the inside information, you're now told actually you should have got 180 for it. And you should have got 180 because you should have been possessed of the same inside information that these people had. So um, there's that's the way that they approach it. Now, I would say um, in order to decide and work out how you would achieve compensation, and I should say I'm not advocating that there should be no compensation that, that these uh, individuals uh, should be allowed to keep their ill-gotten gains. What I am saying is, what are we trying to deal with here? What is this crime of insider dealing and who is it or what is it designed to protect? Now, I would say it's actually the real, the real aim of it is to protect the integrity of the market. That is the real victim of insider dealing. It's not, it's not the 63 people who traded. It's the, the integrity of the market. And if you are going to uh, compensate, you have to assess, you have, well, you have to reach that that conclusion. And from that, you can probably work out a better way of compensating, whether it's, you know, the money goes into a, a fund, a public fund, which is committed to trading on the Hong Kong market, who knows? Um, but it, the, the current approach, I just think, is conceptually uh, doubtful. Um, thank you. So very interesting. But if there's only one thing um, which the client can take away, what would you suggest? Do you remember? Um, I was going to say don't inside a trade, but that's a pretty obvious one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have thought. Um, one thing to remember is that these compensation actions, section two one three, are not limited to the villains of the piece. There are plenty of um, other um, bystanders or participants, you could call them, who really are just uh, caught in the caught in the frame because they, it would, it would be said, didn't do their job properly. Um, and these are one thinking of as sponsors in IPOs, banks that is, and um, uh, auditors, reporting accountants who are often roped into these compensation actions, not, not related to inside of dealing per se, but, but but to the other matters, usually the disclosure of false and misleading information cases. Uh, so don't think it's something you can avoid. Um, it, you may be unlucky enough to be caught in it. So the point I would say, the takeaway is, um, don't be afraid to challenge the the uh, the rationalization or by the SFC of their compensation claim. Um, it's not um, it's not always going to be the case that they are right, um, and I would eventually they're quite often wrong, but I would say that. Um, uh, just don't be afraid to challenge it. And I think um, uh, the, the the law around this compensation under two one three is far from settled in my view although the courts seem to be quite comfortable with it. Um, and I think the right case may come a long way. You uh, might have to, might be able to upset it. Right. And the other obviously tips is if you have any insider dealing question, do use um, Tom a call <laughs> before you yes. get into any trouble. <laughs> yes, yes. This penalty are stiff. So um, with that, um, thank you very much, Tom. It's been a very interesting session. And um, I'll end it here. Thank you. Thank you, Helen. <laughs>